Hey everyone, this is Adam Mellenboss from Nightlight Astrology, and today we're going to take a look at the trine that is forming between Mars in the sign of Capricorn and Jupiter in Taurus, who has just recently turned direct and is starting to pick up speed. Uh, we examined this trine through this week's new moon episode. We looked at the new moon in Capricorn and talked a little bit about this trine. Today I want to focus on the Mars uh, trine-Jupiter as an archetypal combination, sort of standalone, pulling it out of the context of the new moon and just reminding ourselves of what Mars-Jupiter combinations tend to bring about. We'll qualify that a little bit by talking about the earthy element, the fact that Mars is exalted and Venus is in... Um, uh, Jupiter is in Venus's sign and bound and stuff like that. So we'll add a little bit of context through their dignities, but mostly I want to talk about what Mars and Jupiter bring when they combine on an archetypal level. Anyway, that's our goal for today. Don't forget to like and subscribe, share your comments uh, and reflections. We'd love to hear from you guys. You can find a transcript of any of my daily talks, including today's on the website, nightlightastrology.com. Uh, don't forget that right now we have three courses starting this month. We have our um, Roots and Spheres program that meets on Thursday of this week. And we meet before new and full moons in community to look at the astrological energies of the month, to intentionally work with uh, plant allies in uh, kind of a, a monthly diet. And uh, we also design various spiritual practices and rituals for each moon cycle to help us really sort of align ourselves with and immerse ourselves within the, te the teachings of every moon cycle. So if you want to join us in community for that group, check it out on the website, nightlightastrology.com. Under the courses tab, Roots and Spheres, there's need-based tuition available if you need it. Our uh, masterclass series begins uh, next week. Uh, we're looking at the fixed stars in our first masterclass of the year. And our year three program is also ready to start. And if you need need-based tuition for any of those, you can check those options out on the website. Again, that's nightlightastrology.com. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. We have our, um, let's take a look at the real-time clock, and we're going to look at the, here it is, Mars at 5.50 and Jupiter at 5.50. Now, this comes through early morning, Friday, January 12th. It's very much present at the time of the new moon in Capricorn uh, tomorrow, but we're going to be seeing this forming uh, very slowly, you should be already feeling it. And you're going to actually, if we speed this up the clock a little bit and go beyond this date, you will notice that uh, the trine between the two planets lasts a little while. So if we give it about three degrees of separation, uh, we're getting all the way until about next Wednesday, where you should really still be feeling the connection between these two planets or noticing their effects. And then right after that, of course, Mercury starting to get into the trine to Jupiter, which we'll be talking about next week. So a powerful archetypal combination in the sky. And it's important to note that as this combination is forming, Mars is exalted in the sign of Capricorn and that Jupiter is in the sign and bound of Venus. Those are some little details, both in Earth signs that we're going to mention today as we go along. Anyway, there are, uh, with this Mars trying to Jupiter, there are five things that I want to look at today that will hopefully prepare us for this archetypal combination. And um, or just remind us of what it's like so we can notice it. And wherever you're able to notice an astrological combination and bring some consciousness uh, into the equation, things generally go a little bit better. So anyway, the first one is growth through exertion and effort. Jupiter is was associated in ancient astrology with those conditions in the environment that were conducive to the growth of plant life. For example, temperate, moist, warm weather, uh, sunshine and rain. Um, so anything that was considered uh, the, the environment was fertile 
Jupiter could represent people, places, things that were conducive to growth, which is why we say the planet is associated with expansion. But um, expansion sometimes isn't quite the right word because it's 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 really more about anything growing rather than just literally getting bigger. Although getting bigger is one way of looking at things, but growth can be described in many ways that aren't just about something literally expanding, right? So expansion is like kind of like a byproduct. It's a word that qualifies growth, or it can be used to describe what kind of growth there is. It's an expansive kind of growth. Um, so anyway, I, I say that just because one thing that you'll notice is when an exalted Mars in an Earth sign is trining Jupiter in an Earth sign. Jupiter's just turned direct, so it's picking up some nice momentum behind it, starting to go from a period of revision, reflection, inertia, maybe even stagnation, and um, you know, kind of a reflective breakdown. And now it's turning direct, it's trying to implement new things, and Mars is giving it a lot of oomph. So you get this quality of growth through exertion and effort. And you get that pretty much whenever Mars and Jupiter get together, although sometimes it's uh, it can be more... Um, there can be more conflict almost uh, or uh, more of a sense of uh, like power struggle that can come up, especially when they're opposed to one another. But a trine, nice, smooth, supportive, the idea of growth uh, and, a, and a kind of fertile, practical, uh, growth-oriented energy that comes with exertion and effort. Number two is the building or growing of confidence. Uh, Mars at its best when it's exalted helps us to feel stronger, more confident. Now, of course, there are the there's going to be some shadows of that we'll visit in another take here in a moment, but building or growing confidence. Now, the word confidence etymologically, let me bring it up because I thought it was interesting. Here it is. So <clears throat> assurance or belief in the goodwill, veracity, etc., of another. So in other words, that there's a sense of being able to trust that something is going well. You could have confidence in yourself. I've got this. I can do this. Things are going well. Things are conspiring to support me. And there's it's like an, an optimism that's not rooted in just blind faith. There's a sense of evidence mounting that, that supports. Like if you ever watch a team on the floor as the momentum swings in their favor, they all start gaining confidence in their game, right? On a basketball court or something like that. So it's a sense of an, an assurance that we have that something is going to work, that something's taking hold, that something will turn out in the way that we think it will. A reliance on one's own powers, resources, circumstances. Uh, so, and, and then you also have the idea of, um, you know, something that that you are in possession of something. That's an interesting, being in possession of something gives you confidence. If I have a sword and I'm, you know, <laughs> I don't know why, but like I had a sword and I was, you know, worried about, I don't know, someone taking advantage of me. It gave me some confidence that I have like a weapon. Not that I <laughs> recommend like wielding weapons. <laughs> go to go to your grocery store with a sword. That just makes me feel more confident. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Number three, developing a vision or an ideal into concrete forms. Remember, we've talked a lot about Jupiter turning direct as a time in which a, a reflection, a revision, a breakdown, and a reconstitution of larger values that, that are part of creating systems of order. What kind? Venusian, stable, luxurious, beautiful. Um, uh, you know, the, the picture of Jupiter is really, in, in Taurus, is really one of luxury 
and stability and peace. It doesn't have to be vain or greedy or anything like that. It, can, it could be. But when you think about an exalted Mars and Capricorn trining Jupiter in this earthy Venusian place that exalts the moon, it's in Venus's bound and Venus's sign in, in Taurus right now. So you get the idea of like growth through exertion or effort, also developing a vision or ideal into concrete form, which is the element of Earth being emphasized. Now, the next piece is the shadow, and that is the development or the uh, unfortunate development, I should say, of inflation or the excessiveness, particularly of Mars. When Mars hits the trine to Jupiter, uh, you know, it's like someone maybe gaining some success, but then becoming cocky. Uh, it's about someone becoming, um, you know, uh, confident, but in a way that is uh, cocksure, destructive. It's kind of like a machismo that's getting inflated. And that's the thing we want to be really careful about. The trine between these two can be so practical and constructive and useful. Um, and it can be so much about building a sense of momentum or confidence. Uh, but there's also the potential shadow here, which might be domineering. Uh, uh, someone who, you know, it's sort of like, I think it's the five of swords in the tarot. It shows a guy who's won a victory and he's got a bunch of swords. He's looking sort of cocky and these other people are walking off looking dejected. And it's sort of like a hollow victory because you've achieved it in a way that makes you look like a jerk or that, that reflects that you're, be, you know, you're being a jerk. So uh, inflation or excessiveness of Mars, something I'd be a little bit careful of. Uh, or like, you know, the, the Mars-Jupiter connection is a little bit like toxic masculinity, that phrase that was floating around. I don't feel like a few years ago I heard that all the time. So, you know, maybe something like that, but it can actually, it's in a feminine sign too. It can really be for all humans, any human being whatsoever can get enticed by power, greed, wealth, and feel like I'm bigger than you. I'm more important than you. I've got more, you know, so if we, if we think about our worth only in, in terms of various hierarchies, then Mars, Jupiter is, uh, this combination is you know, potentially not bringing out the best in us, uh, but Finally, greed, lust, vanity, power, success as shadows. Remember that Jupiter in Taurus is a little bit like King Midas in the, the golden touch. You know, it's like, yes, you can build things, but um, the extent to which what you're building or developing is informed by greed, lust, possessiveness, um, there's a minotaur growing in the basement of the castle. Um, and so, you know, we want to be careful about those shadows of material greed, material lust, the, the, the things that we try to build or develop that give us confidence, but it's a kind of vain confidence. Um, and uh, and the difference is really in our consciousness. For example, I think there's probably many examples of people who have become, you know, um, very successful or very fit or, you know, like let's say you're successful in your job and you have more earning, um, but you're, you, you don't act pretentious. You don't try to, you don't go out and buy a Ferrari or something, you know, you just, you still live humbly and you try to use the energy of your achievement to do like good things or you stay modest about it or whatever. And then there's people like people who get really fit. Oh, your body looks amazing. You look, you look, look so beautiful. Yeah. But you know, the benefit is really that I feel good and you know, I, it's nice to look good, but I'm not getting attached to that. Right. We have to be very careful and on guard about those things. When you have such a powerful earthy trine coming through with Jupiter and Taurus is kind of luxurious, kind of abundant. Yeah. But, uh, don't get lost in the, um, don't get lost in the power, the greed, the desire, the lust, 
Those are shadows right now of this trine and really of the moon cycle to come, which we talked about in yesterday's video. So these are the things that I would watch for with Mars trying to Jupiter. And again, that trine is coming through by Friday. It's a big part of the new moon, but you'll be feeling it through the middle of the next week as the three degree range of separation takes place. Um, so just something to be aware of. And then they, they, they continue in whole sign configuration to one another with a bunch of, you know, Mars has a lot more, there, there are many more powerful aspects to come uh, with uh planets coming through Capricorn, like Mercury and Venus hitting Jupiter, Mercury getting into the conjunction with Mars and Capricorn. So there's a lot more to say about this exalted Mars. This is a good one to start with because it's, you know, happening again, right at the time of the new moon. So anyway, I'll leave it there. I'm doing some of these videos this week are a little bit short because as you guys know, I took the first week of the month of, of the month off to kind of reset myself and get into a creative rhythm again with my content after the Kickstarter, which was a huge outpouring of creative content uh, at the end there. So my videos are a little short this week because I'm just trying to catch up and uh, get into my normal production rhythm again. And then you'll see some longer content coming about uh, after, I, after I'm feeling sort of caught up with everything. But anyway, I think it's nice to do short content once in a while too. It's just, it's nice to have kind of concise, quick overviews of things. So um, yeah, anyway, I'll leave it there. I hope you guys have a great day. Don't forget, uh, Masterclass starts next week. Your three program is starting this week. Uh, Roots and Spheres is starting this week. Any of those programs you want to join, check them out in the courses tab on nightlightastrology.com. Check out the need-based tuition options if you want to join but need a little help. And I uh, hope to see some of you at our moon circle tomorrow night. All right, that's it for now. Take it easy, everyone. Bye.